Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are Anchor Moms. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. You guys, we have a very fun guest on today. This is a dear friend of mine from college who is a mom of three and in the middle of it all started her own company, her own bra company. Um, she has a really cool story about why she shows, she's so passionate about this and how much it means to her. But she is already doing great things with this company. Um, it's off to a really great start. And she can give us some really good info about how to be a mom and also be a business owner. Yeah, if you've she, been a little self-conscious after having your kids and nursing, um, as we all know, your body changes um, including your breasts. <laughs> so, you know, this is, this is a lot of boob talk here, but, um, you know, it, it really goes deeper than that More it's more than that because it's more about the way she, she feels in her own skin and how that feeling led her to this business opportunity. And I feel like most importantly, we get a lot of insight into Karen Zakalak as a college student, um, Aaron and Karen, we're college roommates, and um, we got some. We got some. Uh, we got some juice. Stuff. Some got juicy some juice. tidbits. So, listening right. to Erin Mahagan and Livy Lou Lane is her company. And Erin Mahagan joining us now, my dear friend from college. Thanks for coming on this morning, Erin. Nice to have you. Thank you for having me. So let's just jump right in. Talk to us about that moment that you realized you wanted to start your own company. Well, I, it really started from a personal need and me being a frustrated consumer and not being able to find what I wanted. Um, after three pregnancies and three collective years of nursing, um, my body changed and I didn't especially love the changes that had happened from, from all that. And um, I couldn't find what I needed to make me feel like myself again. I researched the options that I knew about at that time, which was going to see a plastic surgeon. Um, I went to talk to him. He was great. Um, He spent a tremendous amount of time with me going over all my questions and concerns. Uh, But ultimately, it wasn't a great option for me. Um, I think surgery can be a great option for some women. It just, you know, is not for everyone. Um, And so then I sort of started going down the route of positive thinking. And I tried to, you know, really commit myself to it and told myself to be proud of my body. You know, it grew three humans and kept each one fed for their first year of life. And, um, but I really couldn't shake it. And I just didn't feel like myself in my clothing. And um, I just, I knew that if I felt this way, that there were other women that felt this way too. There were other women that, you know, surgery wasn't a great option for them. They still didn't love the way they're clothes fit, the way their bras fit after pregnancy and nursing. And I, I really felt very strongly that there needed to be another option for women. 
So you launched your own bra company. Uh, talk about what that was like. I know I talked to you about it, gosh, years ago, and it years. was such a process, right? So kind of talk mm -hmm. about how hard it is as a mom who's not in the, the business, the industry to kind of take something on like that and just how hard it is to go through that, that um, the whole thing. Yes, I was incredibly naive when I first started down this road. You know, I thought, you know, you come up, coming up with the idea is the hardest part. You know, once you have your idea, then you contact the company, they make, you know, they bring your product to life. And then pretty soon you have something that you can sell, sell to customers. And that really wasn't the case. And so there was a very steep learning curve that I'm still, you know, trying to overcome. But, um, you know, I didn't realize how complicated it is to make an underwire bra. And I contacted several companies that work with small fashion brands as they're starting out. And basically everyone told me, no, they weren't going to take on my project because of how um, complicated it is. It takes special manufacturing equipment. There's, you know, so many different pieces that make up an underwire bra, whereas jeans may have, you know, six different elements between the zipper and the cuff and the, you know, different stitching. Bras can have up to 35 different elements to it. And wow, so I had wow. no idea when I started out how complicated it was going to be. And it took about four and a half years from when I first started trying to make it to when I had actually had um, something that I could ship. Wow. So the name of the company is named after your kids, right? And yeah. is it Livy Lou Lane, right? Is that yeah. the name? Okay. That's correct. Yeah. And I was doing a little research before we talked here. And I feel like the difference in your bras as compared to other bras are these, it's the special insert, right? These inserts. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Yes. So that's exactly what I was looking for. You know, I was looking for something that would fill up my bra. Like I used, like I used to be able to fill up my bra and I could fill up my clothes and I would have shape like I used to, um, but something that was really easy and simple. And it just didn't, I didn't want it to be a big thing. I wanted to be able to get dressed and just move on with my day. Um, so our bra has an internal pocket where you can place an insert, a gel-filled insert that will just allow you to remain the same size that you've always been. But if you've experienced tissue loss, the insert will help fill up your cup. So how is that different than say just a padded bra that we're all used to? So I tried many different padded bras and I wasn't especially, um, I, didn't, I didn't feel like it gave me a natural look and a natural silhouette to it. And I really, you know, this isn't a push-up bra. How I explain it is it, it's a bra you fill up not a push-up bra. So it's really, it's going to keep your natural shape. It's not going to give you anything that looks, um, you know, maybe manufactured. It's going to be, you know, pretty, it's going to be natural. And I'm sure it's so much more comfortable because padded bras are the worst. Let me tell you, I've been wearing them my whole entire life and they're <laughs> yeah. so uncomfortable. They're those bras where you get home from work and you just immediately yeah. want to take off your bra, right? So yeah. I, I imagine in my, the way you're describing this, I haven't tried your, your bra, but it's just sounds so much more comfortable. And, you know, we spent, you know, part of the, the process was making sure, uh, part of why it took so long was making sure that all of the elements of the bra worked, you know, the, the internal pocket and the insert is only one piece of it. You know, I wanted to make sure that it was going to be comfortable because like you said, you don't want that to be, you know, something that you, you don't reach for, or you don't, you, you can't wait to take off. You want to be comfortable and it just not be a thing during the day. Yeah. Do you find that a lot of women are surprised after they've had kids and breastfed just how much their breasts change? I'll just be honest with you. After I had my daughter, 
And then I wrapped up breastfeeding. I went to try, like none of my bras were fitting right. I went to try on bras and it turns out I actually like went down a cup size. Like my, my boobs had shrunk uh, somehow. And so, and I was really surprised. Like I did not, and you know, you hear about like saggy boobs after pregnancy, you hear about all of that kind of stuff, but I didn't anticipate the changes in the way they happened. Do you talk to a lot of other moms who say that same thing? For sure. It's incredibly common. And so, and that's where I was frustrated was that the bras and the cup size that I was used to wearing and the shape that I liked having under my clothes, they didn't, those bras didn't fit me. But then if I went down to the cup size that actually fit, I felt like I didn't have any shape in my clothing. And so that there, that's where my frustration came from and how I just, I couldn't believe that something didn't exist that, you know, I could just, you know, fill up my bra and move on with my day. And there are and two be able different, to change my mind. Yeah. Right. There are two different inserts, right? So there's yes. like a level one and a level two. Yes. So that's, so women can kind of customize their look based on the amount of tissue loss they've experienced because nobody has the same experience. So I have, have it. I have, oh, and I can attest that it is very comfy. Um, oh, good. It's funny because I, you know, when you get like a product, like we talk about the, our products and the mom's the word segments, you know, and we often take pictures of them and post them. And like, hey, this is a great thing. I was like, I really wish I could like post this, but it's not appropriate, obviously. <laughs> but um, it, it is, it fits really well. It's, I, I love it. It's very comfy. And it is like, you know, that it's not the same feeling of like, oh, shoot, I, I, I've been wearing this all day and I'm so uncomfortable. I got to take it off right away. So I love it. We've, um, yeah. We've gotten great feedback from it, which I consider, you know, I really, it's great to hear that, especially after I feel like, you know, the year that we've had where most of us have been at home or in loungewear, sports bras, you know, most of us haven't reached for an underwire bra in a year. And so, you know, the feedback that we're getting so far is awesome and how, how comfortable it is. Uh, so switching gears a little bit, Erin, you know, you have three girls, um, still pretty young, right? So talk about how hard it is to be this like mom entrepreneur role, to, to be in this, to be launching your own company, to be working on this so hard uh, in the midst of raising three girls. Yeah, that is extremely challenging. But as you know, it's no different. I don't feel like it's any different than any other working mom that is going, that is trying, you know, to juggle all of the different things. And I think, you know, some days you manage it better than others. And some days they're really, really hard and you, you know, beat yourself up at the end of the day. Um, There's a lot of mom guilt that comes with it too. But ultimately I feel um, I'm really passionate about this work. And I think through Libby Lou Lane, I would love for my girls to, um, get two messages from it. Really. I want them to hear a message of self-love that they're going to hear a lot of messages from society about how they should look, but I want them to be the ones that decide. I, I don't want them to, to change the way they are based on someone else's opinion, but let them be the one that, sh- that chooses, chooses how they look. And then another one would be to don't let the fear of the unknown hold you back. You know, this was a huge leap of faith and just, you know, a lot of I don't have all the answers. I've never run a business before. You know, I'm not, I've never designed intimate wear for women before, you know, but just because you don't have all the answers in the beginning doesn't mean you shouldn't go for it and try. So what is your background? What were you doing before you launched the company, Erin? So my, for a decade, I was in PR. So I worked for a public relations agency. And then I, once we started having kids, then I did some, um, I stopped working full-time and then did freelance 
PR work on the side, just doing some content creation and writing different things for, for clients. <laughs> not a design, not, right, not right. a design background. Right. Yeah. So what would you say has been the biggest challenge? I mean, I'm sure with the, with 2020 and the pandemic that has been, I mean, I feel like businesses all across the globe, that's been a huge challenge for them. For sure. And the fact that we just launched in January, um, so we didn't see any sales decline during 21 because we during 2020, because we hadn't officially launched yet, we were still in product development. Um, and so I think, you know, the, the biggest challenge for me is just the learning curve that comes along with, um, you know, knowing what to do, knowing how to, you know, when to start research, when to start um, researching the next product, you know, what, what sizes could be our next sizes to expand the size offering that we have, um, how to reach more women and tell them that this option exists. You know, those, those, are, the, those are the challenges that I'm working through now. So what is next? Because I noticed you guys have the bra and then you have the inserts. Is there, are there other, some, some other products that you all are thinking about? Oh yes. I would love to offer more styles for bras, you know, to do a bralette, maybe something that's not an underwire. Um, I would love to do even just a tank top or something that's more of like an undershirt where you could still have that internal pocket and option to fill, fill up your cup, even if you didn't want to wear a bra. Um, I've actually received a lot of requests for swimsuits for um, us to go into the swimsuit market as well. So I feel like this is a new category and now I need to make more offerings in that category. These bras are also, for those of you who haven't seen them yet, um, you can go to her website, but they're really pretty too. She has a black version and a light pink version, which I love. That would be my, that would be my go-to. And we'd love to offer more colors too. So I think that along with the larger size offering and more colors is definitely, you know, high on the priority list of what's next for us. Yeah. What sizes do you offer? We have 11 different sizes starting at 32B going to 38C. Um, so talk about, you know, cause I know you are, have been super active on social media. Um, how like starting a company in 2021, how much of that is the social media aspect? I would think it has to be huge. Right. Yeah, it is a big part. And it's a, um, certainly a way for us to reach, reach women, you know, trying to work with different influencers, um, running different ads on social media, and also just posting and trying to connect with, with that audience too. Um, it definitely plays a, plays a big role. And then I got to imagine your public relations background helps as well, right? Like you are, you must be social media savvy and you know how to get the word out. Like you might not have a business degree, but you sort of know a little bit once you have that product, what to do, right? I, I wish that was the case. That was a long time ago when I was in agency world. And I think that the, the landscape has changed so much. Um, and, you know, while PR, you know, is in my wheelhouse and, you know, and I'm very comfortable with, you know, looking at different outlets, trying to pitch different reporters or, you know, trying to get, I feel like that is such a small part of the business at this point that I have so much to learn in every other aspect. And do you have a lot of, who else works with you, Erin? I mean, are you a one woman show or do you have some other employees? It's me and my husband right now. I'm getting ready to bring on someone that will help me a little bit more with wow. marketing too. So yes, very busy, a lot on my shoulders, <laughs> a lot of pressure. Is your, is your house just full of bras? Like there are uh, bras husband, everywhere. Right. Yeah. My husband's office is 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he's very amazing. much used to this at this point though. 
and he has three <laughs> girls. So he just had, he better right. get ready. Right. He was raised by a single mom. So, you know, he spent oh. his entire life around women and this is, you know, this is par for the par course. For the for course. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, we were talking the other day though, Aaron, about how, you know, especially with social media, it's, it's, it's hard to kind of juggle it. Right. And, and I'm sure, you know, uh, for the anchor moms, we for work are on social media a lot, of course, and, and have to give that a lot of time. How hard is it to juggle that when I know for me, sometimes it's like, well, I could, I could post more, I could comment more, I could do more, but I'd rather just put my phone down and be with my kids. Have you, have you figured out the answer to that? And like, do you have like, are you like, okay, I'm working from eight to five and then I'm stopping? Or how do you kind of manage both the home life and the working from home, owning a business life? Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, some days I do better than other days. Um, some days I am very regimented and while my girls are at school, you know, they're 10, seven and five. So they do spend all day at school right now, which is helpful for me giving, getting some time where I can, you know, have some uninterrupted work. Um, but there, we also had the e-learning, you know, at the beginning of the year and various days of e-learning too, which add a whole different, um, challenge to trying to get things done too. So it's getting up early, staying up late after they go to bed, you know, you're just trying to, which I'm sure you guys know, trying to fit it in whenever, wherever you can, um, because they, they need your time too. And they have homework that they need help with. And they, you know, there's, um, when Karen and I were talking earlier, you know, one of the big challenges that I found too, is that, you know, this, we launched in January. And so now this whole new race has started from January. You know, there was a product development for four and a half years. And now I feel like there's this completely new challenge that started in January. And so now it's trying to juggle that and figure out how to balance that along with all of the other responsibilities that haven't changed. Nothing has been taken off my plate. You know, I've just added a ton more to it. So it's trying to figure out the balance. And some days it, I'm better at it than others. <laughs> And, and you, which I'm proud of you, you've said that, you know, you don't want this to be like a side hustle. Like you want to really devote a lot of time to this and make sure this is a company um, that is successful, which I think is awesome. But gosh, so much pressure, I would think, and kind of hard to, to manage that, right? Right. So it's so tough. And I, you know, luckily I have a great support system. So when I do get really frustrated or down, I can, you know, have a conversation with Mark and he really, you know, kind of resets my expectations and my priorities and kind of keeps things in check on, you know, this isn't, this isn't a sprint, you know, we're in a, we're in a marathon. And so, um, you know, just, just to keep doing it and keep, you know, following my heart and, um, you know, I'm extremely passionate about this message and just working as hard as I can to get to get that message out there. You know, it's funny, I don't think I'm especially passionate about, you know, designing intimate wear for women, um, but I am extremely passionate about empowering women through a positive body image. And that's where I feel like I was in such a spiral before is that I didn't feel great about myself. I didn't feel great in my clothing and I just hated the way that I felt. And I just, I knew that there had to be another option. And so that's, that's what I want women to know that, you know, if surgery is right for you, great. I want you to do that. If, you know, going down a cup size and you, you can own it, you know, that's wonderful for you. And if you can't, you know, here's another option too. And that's okay too. I want you to find whatever it is that's going to make you feel good. So my, um, the most important question, I want to know what Karen Zakalak was like in college. Yes, please. Spill oh, the beans, Aaron. Girls. I have so many. Where should we start, Karen? I mean, Karen and I go way back. We should probably start with the fact that Aaron and I, while good friends, also share and have names that rhyme, 
also share a birthday. We're birthday oh. twins. And oh, so, which is ex- especially fun and dangerous in college when yes. you not only get to sh- do things for your birthday, but you get to make it extra special because your roommate is also having the same birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that 21st birthday, I can only imagine, <laughs> ladies. I mean, I don't want to say that anyone listening from University of South Carolina would have been at our 21st birthday party, but probably anyone listening who was at the University of South Carolina in that, in that era probably knew about our 21st birthday party. Oh, oh, really? Wow. We we don't want to brag, but we like to call it was the largest non-Greek event of the year. (laughs) We've talked about this before. I was just going to say, you guys, this, you guys have like branded this, your 21st birthday. We're, we're, we're very proud. Very proud. It was pretty, as my son would say, it was pretty epic. I mean, okay. I have no doubt. Knowing Karen now, I have no doubt that it like was fifteen better. years ago, Karen, man, I couldn't have kept up. I don't think. I mean, it was. <laughs> we were all a bit younger then. It was fine. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, it's it's yeah. There was some. There was some. Uh, there was some good times had in college. I'm trying to think of any other uh, memorable stories. The 21st birthday really kind of takes the cake, though. I think we could talk about the ranch off. Oh, when you and <laughs> when what's you and that? Had, so we had another roommate that was, and Karen and Nate were very um, strong, had very strong opinions on which ranch was better, Craft Ranch or Hidden Valley Ranch. And right. so we needed to have a blind taste test to determine the winner of which ranch was better. Okay. I like this. And who won? And, you win, Karen? Yeah. Karen. You it. did. <laughs> they had, they each did a blind taste test with a little bit of ranch on a saltine cracker to try to not, you know, get the flavors <laughs> all mixed together and get the palate very cleansed. <laughs> oh, that sounds appetizing. Let me tell it you. really <laughs> scientific. It sounds really scientific. Yeah. Sounds like you had yeah. a really good guess on that day, Karen. Sounds like she was very confident. Yeah. She was very oh. confident going into the challenge. Of course, of course. <laughs> Lots so of research wait, has. So yeah, which ranch won? I mean, and do you have it in your fridge right now, Karen? Oh yeah, Kraft, duh. <laughs> oh, Kraft, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought Hidden Valley was like the most popular ranch out there. Well, not to the, not to the <laughs> ranch a, queen. In a blind taste testing of two, Kraft <laughs> won. <laughs> 20 years there you ago. Go, Ingrid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, there was, I was pretty competitive in college. I was very competitive in college. So everything was like a race uh, of, you know, who can win, who can, who can get this. Um, yeah, there was some, there was one time when I, I think this may have been post-college, which makes it more embarrassing, but, and I think, Erin, it was at your house when I, when I was um, challenged to eat an entire pizza by myself. Oh, <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. did you do it? Yep. Of course you did. Of course. Of course she did. She what did not pizza? very well afterwards. <laughs> was this like a large like pizza? It was hut, legit. Like, what are we talking yeah. about here? It was a takeout oh. pizza. It was probably like a large Papa John's or something like that. Wow. But, wow. Yeah. I could not do that. That is that is talent. <laughs> Which is so funny because like it's it, like it's okay because you're just like this super tiny little blonde like college girl and they're like there's no way she's gonna know her ranch there's no way she's gonna eat a whole pizza but Karen's like I'll show you right (laughs) yeah she's like the dark horse in the race 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. No one's betting on her. <laughs> do you think that mom should always just kind of go for it? Or how do you kind of know if your idea is the right one? How do you know if it's, you're ready to launch into your own business? Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I would, you know, I certainly do, do not have all the answers. And even right now I struggle with, you know, managing the fear and doubt of what I'm doing. Um, but ultimately, you know, I feel like deep down in my bones that this was the right thing for me. And so I feel, you know, if you are hearing that, if you're hearing that little voice in the back of your mind that just won't turn off, that you should do this, you should try this, you should reach out. You know, it doesn't have to be starting your own business. It could be applying for a job or even just finding, starting an art class, you know, just finding something that you're passionate about can be so beneficial. And I think as moms, we just, lots of times we put ourselves last and we, you know, oh, it's okay, I don't need to do that. You know, I need to spend time doing, doing things for my family, you know? And what I try to tell myself is that pursuing my passion or something that I'm interested in doesn't make me a bad mom. I think it actually makes me a better mom. And so I think that, you know, finding whatever it is that fuels your fire and kind of gets you energized um, can be so powerful and so great for your family. And even for your kids to watch, you know, witness what you're doing. You know, I think about that too. And what I want my girls to be if they're moms one day too, and how I don't want them to give up all of their interests and passions as soon as they become a mom. You know, certainly your your daily routines change and they're going to revolve around your little kids. That's, there's, there's, that is going to happen, but I don't want um, my entire life and everything I do to revolve around my kids because one day they're gonna leave and they're gonna move out. And I need to have, make sure that I've kept some part of my identity too. And so I found that through Livy Blue Lane, but I think that that look can look different for all moms out there. And where can we purchase these bras, Erin? Yeah, so we're online at www.livyluelane.com. And everything is free shipping and free returns because I know oh. that how, um, you know, how challenging it can be to maybe find um, something that fits, fits right. And so I, won't, I don't want anyone to feel like they can't try it. Um, just to see, because, you know, we'll ship it out the next day after an order. You can try it, see how it feels. And if it's not great for you, if it doesn't work, send it back. No problem. Thanks, Erin. Thanks, Erin. Bye, Erin. Thanks. Thank you. Well, 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 that was a fun interview on multiple levels. I will say, ladies, we learned a lot. Um, we have a new product that we all need to purchase. Plus, my favorite was the end of the interview, of course, learning about Karen's ranch addiction um, <laughs> and your capacity for holding pizza. But I we mean, never knew. You know, the traits of an anchor mom, they're just endless. So many things. <laughs> Wide array. Mm -hmm. Renaissance woman, really. Okay. All right. Wrap it up. Wrap well, it up. Karen, Erin was, was great, Karen. Thanks for bringing her on. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and hope everyone has a great week. Also, we will um, tag her in the show notes, but um, you can find her at Livy Lou Lane on all platforms. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Anchor Moms, the, the podcast. Thanks for listening.